This is a Broad Pods production. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Broad Radio Coast Trek Collection. Keeping you company while you train. Hello, Coast Trek superstars. It's Joe Stanley here, Coast Trek ambassador and founder of Broad Radio, radio for women by women. We love hiking with our girlfriends, but if you're out solo and you're after some companionship, here's a conversation with one of Australia's most loved writers and I think a woman that we'd all love to go trekking with, Kaz Cook. As always, she's hilarious and so informative, you'll walk away with the kind of mind-blowing facts that'll keep your team entertained for kilometres. My co-host in this interview is Bianca Chatfield, and I admit I began by fangirling Kaz just a teensy bit. Well, you know, Bianca, I can't say this about, I think, any other author, but I have our next guest. I have all of her books. I don't know. Can you believe that? And you know what? I've just been given one. Up the duff, because I am obviously up the duff, 25 weeks, and I've been given her book only last week, and I haven't read it yet. I need to read it. You absolutely must. It is the go-to. Well, she is the go-to on health for so many women at all of our life stages, and we're thrilled to have on the show Kaz Cook. Hello. Hooray! <laughs> Can you believe I have, I, one of my favourite of your titles is Living with Crazy Buttocks, which messes that is- it's just a motto for life, Joe. Um, that was that was a long time ago. Remember the Ricky Martin song "Living La Vida Loca," and you and I were both on commercial radio for quite some time. And I heard that song "Living La Vida Loca" a lot, and I ended up turning it into uh, "Living with Crazy Buttocks" and then making it into a body image thing and writing a column about it. So, hence the book. I don't. Well, actually, I take that back. I do talk a lot about buttocks. Over the course of my life, I have mentioned them a lot. Well, one of the things that we love about your writing, I think, Kaz, is that you just break down what often is sold to us as really complicated because it's a medical issue. It's your body or, you know, there's sort of lots of mysteries around the sorts of things that we're told and you just completely break it down and demystify it. And I know there's a lot of work behind that. So I have to thank you. Thank you. There is a lot of work behind it. There's a lot of consultants, a lot of doctors that I ring up and say, can you, can you walk me through this? Can you explain this? And then you don't want to get just what a, a pregnancy doctor in Melbourne thinks in case there's a different idea about that in Brisbane or a regional area to a city area. 
there's there's all the pregnancy stuff, there's all the babies and toddler stuff in that book. And then there's girl stuff. Uh, mm. There's an 8 to 12 version and a 13 plus version. Um, and so every year I update all of those books and make sure that the, it sort of freaks me out when I see someone on on social media with an old copy of Up the Duff, the pregnancy <laughs> book, because like if they've got a green cover, I'm, I'm, like, I'm typing to them going, please throw that book, you know, please use it to prop up the kitchen table or burn it <laughs> because that's. That's 20 years old and that's and that's that's the thing that scares me. You'll be pleased to know, Kaz, I've got the updated version of Up the Duff. But what I want to know is, like, before we get on to your new book, how much have things changed? Like, how much are you updating these books all the time? Because I imagine it would be a lot. Well, the thing, the thing that's tricky is that every year people are going, I've got this fabulous new ground bark you know, miracle wellness elixir, which will <laughs> make you even more fertile than anybody in the world ever. And I go, hmm, I wonder if that's a placebo-controlled scientific experiment, I say to him. I don't know why I've suddenly become English, but anyway. Um, so there's a lot of people trying to sell us stuff. Um, there's a lot of ideas. So I wait until there is well-accepted scientific proof that has changed public health advice. But what's changed the most over the 20 years I've been doing up the duff is, and thank God for those researchers, right? They have learned so much more about keeping fetuses and babies alive till birth if they can. So we can lower people's risks. And uh, miscarriage uh, is, is never anybody's fault, um, but we've been told so much nonsense about that over the years. And so I, what I want to do in the book is, is always have the updated version of all the things you can do and all the things you don't have to worry about, right? So you don't need to worry about aromatherapy doing anything terrible. Um, but, but, you know, now it's a good idea to sleep on your side in the later weeks of, of pregnancy um, and that will lower your risk um, of, of uh, and, well, it, what it means is that you get the best blood flow to the baby. Uh, in those last weeks. So there are all, and the other thing, I discover things, like I didn't realise that we all talk about 40 weeks being the usual uh, Mm. average pregnancy, right? It's not that for smaller um, women from Sri Lanka and India and those places, it's it's not that for a lot of women in Africa. For them, it's 38 weeks. So this is a sort of, and, and I was cross when I found that out because I didn't know it when I first started writing the book. Um, but it has always been true. Amazing. So I think a lot, a lot of books have been written for this mythical white person um, and it's, it's, it has been interesting to go on that journey for 20 years and, and find out all the medical things. And also there's, from the start I wanted to have stuff about mental health and emotion and anxiety and, and all the um, information about anxiety and depression and possible eating behaviour problems in, in um, pregnancy, that's, that's better known now. Um, and, and there are always, it's always a challenge to keep those more info sections up to date because, you know, I've, I learned that some of them are a bit fly-by-night or were in the past. Um, so if, if Pam moved to Queensland and changed her phone number, we lost that support group. So I'm much more <laughs> careful now with, with all of that stuff. Oh, Pam, what are you doing? You're not helping out in any way. Um, it does, it, it leads us to this, your new book, though, which is full of amazing oh, things. Look. Oh, look. 
You're doing it wrong. <laughs> a history of bad and bonkers advice to women. It is so awesome. And it, it's, it's exactly what you just described, the things that have been told to us. Um, that are just bullshit, <laughs> and a lot of it. God, isn't it just hasti- like for, 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 from twelve century clergymen to the Kardashians? We have just been told so much rubbish that if we jumped, our uterus would fall out. That, <laughs> that in fact, it wanders around the body, and that's and that's why women feel deranged. I frankly think we feel a bit deranged because of the bad and bonkers advice we've been given for the last several hundred years. But it's, it's everything, right? It's in medicine and women's pain not being listened to. It's in housework and how, you know, who's really been doing the housework and why. Um, it's, a, it's a, you know, this whole idea that you've got to um, find a, a, a man and have married sex and lesbians don't exist. They're a bit like, well, fairies at the bottom of the garden, obviously are true, but lesbians, well, don't be absurd. Um, so just, just, just these crazy, crazy, uh, and what we should look like, what we should wear, and it's all of the contradictions, right? So we've been told that if we wear makeup, it's the deceit of the devil and it's a reason a, a husband can divorce a wife. But then, we're, but then later we're told we can't leave the house without a full face of makeup. Because that's mm. our, our womanly duty. Um, so a lot of it's been fun. There's more than 300 um, pictures in the book. It's full colour. And it's like all those pictures have come from, I've been doing research in the National Library and, and archives and state libraries across Australia. And some of the medical vi- devices are <laughs> quite something. And where, you, where they want you to put them is another <laughs> thing entirely. Um, but yeah, that part of it was really fun. So there's yeah, um, so many, um, and then there's stories behind the advice, right? So the suffragette movement and the um, the temperance, the anti-alcohol movement, turns out to have have this whole wing which was about white supremacist uh, views. So all of the early contraception clinics were about race and like you know so much stuff. I found out, but. Some of it's just hilarious, like the, the hats we were supposed to wear and, um, and some, oh, some of the um, motherhood advice, you know, wheel the prayer. Here you go, Bianca. <laughs> we, we, when you've got a baby, wheel it out into a paddock and leave it in a pram for a good six hours. Okay. Um, <laughs> if, if, it, if it cries, ignore it. Uh, if it gets attacked by a, a, an eagle, well, it's just character building. Um, <laughs> I mean, you just cannot believe all of the advice women have been told. And one of the things I wanted to do was write this for younger women to say, all of this is going to be said to you and and be ready because it's it's all nonsense. It doesn't matter whether it's called a a corset or a Kardashian skim. (laughs) You know, if, if, if it's making you feel like your body's not right, and let's face it, if you're a woman, your body shape is wrong. That's what we're being told. Um, So... You know, but also for older women, right? Because I'm in my 50s now and we're, we're all angry. This has been a year of anger about what's being done to women, even within Parliament House, how we're treated, what we're told, how we're just tre- given, treated with contempt about what, what we need and trying to be equal people in society. So I kind of wanted to say to the older women, you're not imagining it. All of this nonsense has been told to you your whole life. Um, and this is where it comes from and this is how it so I sort of feel like originally it was kind of a bunch of mad 
clergymen, probably the ones that looked a bit like Friar Tuck in Robin Hood, I'm imagining, you know, <laughs> dressing gown cord, kind of nighty uh, yelling at us. And, and, and then it was, you know, men with big moustaches going, I'm Dr. Freud and I think you'll find you want a lot of penises. And you're going, who is this guy? Uh, and then it was advertisers and politicians and now it's, you know, the wellness industry and, and advertising. Um, but in many ways it's the same message. Mm. So, you know, from sit down and shush to yeah. you're not, you don't look good enough. So... Yeah, that's what I wanted it to be, like, fun, but also explain why we're so furious about what's been happening. And that's exactly what you take from reading the book. And I wanted to check on your emotional state because (laughs) I imagine when writing this and researching this, there's a whole lot of anger comes up because even when I was just looking at the bit about, you know, women shouldn't exercise and women shouldn't have biceps and, you know, my former life I was an athlete and I'm just like... That, like I remember do, being in the gym for the first time as a 16-year-old and thinking, oh, no, I can't put on muscle. I'm not allowed to put on muscle. I shouldn't put on muscle when that was my job to be strong. But that's just what we've grown up, you know, believing. So surely it makes you angry when you're researching this. Well, yeah, I was a bit shocked when I found out about bicycle face, Bianca. I don't know if you've ever had bicycle face, but uh, it's it's a terrible affliction that happens if you're uh, if you're outrageous enough to wear to uh, to ride a bicycle. Um, so, so I mean, incredible. Luckily, some of it is funny, right? So I did laugh. I have been incredibly rude to every male philosopher with a stupid opinion, like for every male philosopher or person who said something like, you know, if women have the vote, their voices will get more shrill. Um, for, for all of those people, I have a, a specific insult, very, very rude insult for them. They get their own all the way through the book. So it was, it was fun to write as well as, as well as it being kind of a, a, a reason and a balm for being so cross. Like, look at this and you can see where it comes from. You can recognise it when somebody says it to you. Um, you can talk to your daughters about it. You can talk to your nieces about it. Um, I think it's also a bit of a suit of armour because when people say all of those old, new things to you that are trying to constrain your life, um, you can go, oh, yeah, they said that to the pirate in the 1700s. <laughs> they told her that. Um, and there's all these fantastic women in the book who just did stuff like, well, there was a, a, a fabulous um, female pirate who was told that she couldn't captain a ship because her hair would get in the way. And she just went downstairs and cut it all off with a cutlass. <laughs> at, one point, at one point she was in labour, came up to the, uh, to the deck, saw she was being attacked. She's literally in labour and she gets a gun in each hand and you know, shoot, shoots at the other ship for a while and goes, oh, that'll do, and then goes and gives birth. So there are some really great pictures and really great stories in it, but that, uh, but it's true. It, it, it does make you furious, but I don't think things will change unless we are furious. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, I think we've been, this is a book that sort of spans centuries with lots of fun and, and lots of serious stuff in it as well. I mean, I had to examine what my there's a housework chapter and I had to examine my ancestors and their part in um, making Aboriginal women work for them as domestic servants they were called 
So there's that whole history, right, where Australia thinks that we've had this marvellous, plucky, pioneer women doing it alone in the bush. And in fact, there's a whole, most of that story because it doesn't suit, you know, the, the idea of us all being marvellous. Mm. Most of that story is not told. So that's in there, as, uh, you know, along with the silly corsets and all of, all of the rest of it and some fantastic feminist posters from the 80s when those women were really bolshy. And, but, you know, you look at that stuff and you go, oh, they were talking about the sexual harassment and, the, you know, the, the rights at work and all of that stuff. Um, and also, look, I have a weird thing. I, am a, I love research about housework and the way women are portrayed and aprons and stuff like that. I just want to, if I can show you on the back of the book, see the woman who's holding a snapper in a... <laughs> Yes. So she's, she's, she's in a 50s hostess apron holding a, a brandishing a snapper at the camera waiting for her husband to come home that's the sort of pose you can you can keep for a good few hours i imagine <laughs> yeah, absolutely i'm taking some tips on that one there Kate. yeah oh I mean- plenty of them here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. You know, the interesting thing is, so already within the first few pages, I was like, oh, my gosh, I've had this said to me. Things like uh, smile, be more agreeable, you know, I don't eat too much. All of these things that have been said to me. And there's you're kind of short-circuiting the the general evolution that we all have as we age where we realise at a certain point, no, sorry, you can't say that to me. Yeah. I am who I am, right? But when you're younger, you don't realise that you can actually have your own opinions mm-hmm. to the same degree. But Bianca and I were just talking about how is it that we're still poisoned by it though? Like even though I'm cognizant of the bullshit that I've been told, I still look in the mirror sometimes and don't like what I see and I feel like why do I hate the cellulite? That's, been, that's a poison. Like I don't know how to eradicate that sometimes. Oh, and some of it is is knowing more. When you find out that cellulite, for example, was a, a word invented by a man in the 1920s to sell stuff to women, he literally made it up. And <gasps> no it way. <laughs> and yeah, he is, yeah. So I, I find often the research gives you something that gives you that bit of anger and that bit of knowledge and that, that, that suit of armour. But... You can't blame yourself for feeling these no. things. They are, we are like tea bags that have been sitting in a cup for our entire lives, you know, absorbing all of these messages. And that's why it was it was fun, but also 
really shocking to put it all together and say, look at what we've been told. And some of the medical stuff, some of the absolute nonsense women have been told for so long. Um, women are always the ones to blame if something goes wrong with their kids, uh, to blame if something goes wrong with the health of their family, um, if they're dressed up, they're tarty, if they're not dressed up, they're dumpy. I mean, it's you, you literally cannot win. The theme of this book, you're doing it wrong, is that's the joke, right? And it doesn't matter what you're doing or what you look like, that you're going to be told that you're doing it wrong. And, and you know, you can have people in, in the 1500s saying, you, shush, sit down, God wants you to be silent. And now the, that whole God wants you to be silent thing isn't flying as well, you know, over the whole world. So we get people uh, trolled on social media and told that they, they should shut down their accounts. And, mm. But it's just it's amazing how much stuff is still the same and it's amazing how much stuff they find a new way to frame it or sell it. Or, and yeah. I think the wellness stuff is coming for us, right, mm. especially yeah. women with menopause. We're going to be told that he, he, I, I can, I've started to, my next book's going to be about menopause and I've started to look at that and, you know, if there's anything, if there's, if there's one thing I would say about, this history of bad and bonkers advice to women as a continuing thing that has literally been going on for centuries. One of the one of the easiest things you can do is ask, who is telling me that and why? Mm-hmm. And it's so often with, with advice about um, parenting, it's about they want you to validate them by choosing the same way they did something or, or someone's trying to sell you something or someone's has thought, for their whole lives, that if they put on weight or lose weight, they'll be a, a, a less worthy person. That's about them, you know. Mm. Or, or why, would, why would a boss be telling you something? You know, why would there be secrecy about what men are paid and what women are paid at work, you know? Um, yeah. and, where, and where do all these ideas come from? And I, exactly what you were saying before, Joe. right? So we, we women get to our 40s or 50s and go, Oh, I've had enough of it. I don't want to be told any of this anymore. I'm, you know, I look a little bit like Charlton Heston in a 1948 movie. So I'm, <laughs> you know, I have to come to terms with that. Um, but wouldn't it be great if you could get there when you were like 19? Yes. If reading yes. a book like this meant, oh, that's what they've been telling. Oh, that's mm. that thing that that guy told me. That's this is the thing where the guy in the nightclub told me I looked ugly to make me feel off kilter and, you know, worried and want his um, approval. You know, that I would have loved to have had this book. Um, you know, I mean, I would buy it just for the pictures of the mad aprons and hats alone, ladies. <laughs> but yes. I would have loved to have had it to, to be forearmed mm. against what – and, and also it, it was incredibly – it, it, it did make me furious, Bianca, but it also made me comforted in that – I've collected all of this into a book and we can look at it and go, yeah, this is what they've been telling yes. us. Yeah. Stop yeah. gaslighting us and saying, you know, we've, we've, we've been revered and women have mm. been so respected. 
because mm, here's well, the here's the evidence and the picture of the mad course. <laughs> <laughs> it is just so brilliant, Kaz. I really love it. It's going on the shelf with all the others from you. Um, and I'll, you know, your last sentence is so. From now on, we can murmur it like a nineteenth-century girl. We shall no longer countenance this preposterous state of affairs, or we can indelicately stand up and shout bullshit, which is <laughs> which one are you going to choose, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> bullshit all the way here. Yes, we're so bullshit. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much, Cass Cook. And I also have to say a very personal thank you to you for your girl stuff books because my daughter is 12, going on 13, and she's absolutely obsessed with them. So I want to thank you for that personally as well. Oh, that is lovely to let me know because I have been in a cave for a year and a half. So <laughs> that's, that's a gorgeous thing to tell a writer who's been down a rabbit hole. Thank you so much. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.